What is up, everybody? This is episode one of Shock Talk. Today is... What is today? Today is October 9th, 2018. Tuesday. Tuesday, yeah. The most in, most important uh, part there. <laughs> uh, how, how, how you feeling, JB? I'm doing great now. I was a little tired earlier from work, but uh, yeah. getting excited. Something about hitting that uh, record button yeah. just gives you some energy. Getting excited. Yeah, I know. This is the first live one. Like, this is the first one that people are actually going to hear, like, um, and it's not going to be in the archives. So it's, <laughs> it's weird. It's a weird feeling. <laughs> uh, hopefully we'll be more focused than uh, we were on our other one, and we're not going to be. You know, <laughs> it never is. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, uh, so got JD here and uh, Rob. You guys don't know me. I'm, I'm Rob from... TSG, I guess, is probably where some of you guys know me from, or us from, rather. But uh, we're starting, we kind of started our own websites. It's crazy. We've been talking <laughs> about it for have... years. and Yeah, we've been talking about it for a long time. I think back in, what, like, I was freaking 16 or something when we oh, first started talking about probably it. Probably longer than that. I think it was probably around, like, 2014 or so. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think in 16 we like really started like okay we should actually do this <laughs> yeah we had that like okay yeah. we're gonna do it this year and i think it was like yeah. the later end of 2016 and then 2017 happened and <laughs> yeah we were poking around uh like domain sites and stuff and like looking for a domain name um and then jd bought uh the uh the websites or whatever the subscription of the website we're like well we got to do it now <laughs> i was like rob here's the receipt yeah. <laughs> it's happening so yeah um we don't have as much content as we wanted uh, at launch but uh we're gonna we're gonna roll that stuff out uh, as we go for you guys so um yeah uh hopefully you guys will stick around and see the see the website grow because it's, it's just a little baby now but it's uh it's our baby jd so. <laughs> yes it is gotta take care of it <laughs> betashock.com yeah uh but yeah other than that i'm doing good i got home i ate some nachos because i was really really feeling some nachos i watched this um trailer for this movie um uh, it's got a daniel Radcliffe. it's like a rom-com like that's that's not important what what movie but was it <laughs> called what if oh man i love what if what? <laughs> okay. It's so well, stupid. In the trailer, but it's so... <laughs> I need to watch it because there was a line in the trailer that first made me want nachos and second was just like hilarious. So it's got uh, Adam Driver in it, uh, aka uh, Kalo Ren. So Kylo. Um, right there. Kylo Ren. Kalo Ren. What the hell? <laughs> so it's got freaking Kylo Ren and Harry Potter in it. Like, yeah, I mean, can't go wrong with that kind of thing. Just for that. <laughs> But yeah, the trailer starts off like they're just sitting around a dinner table or whatever, and like you hear the um, you hear the oven ding, and he's like, um, uh, he like gets some nachos out of the freaking oven. He's like, I just had sex, and now I'm gonna have some nachos. Like life is awesome or something like that. <laughs> so okay, I really want some nachos now. You gotta have the nachos. Yeah. No, uh, it's a rom com, so you know those those are pretty ridiculous, but. They can be. Yeah. They can be good fun. <laughs> I need. I need to watch it. And um, yeah, it's if nothing else, like it made gave me the inspiration or not the inspiration. I guess the motivation to make nachos. <laughs> so tonight. what kind of nachos did you make? Were they 
nachos with the meat or what did you have? They were some pretty high quality nachos. Let me tell you, I got some uh, like fajita chicken. So I cooked that up, put them on top, had some had some beans and some cheese and some jalapenos on there. It was, it was good. What uh, kind of cheese did you use? Um, it was like a Fiesta blend. So, you know, just Monterey. I guess I think it had some Monterey Jack in it, but it was mostly cheddar. So, <laughs> okay. I like mixing my cheeses when I can. But... Did you have any lettuce or just uh, keep that, <laughs> lettuce. Keep that off of it? <laughs> I, had, I had some jalapenos on there. That was my... <laughs> <laughs> That's the vegetable. <laughs> it's so is sour cream a vegetable <laughs> hey google <laughs> oh, don't get her started um, uh, but yeah okay so that was a little tangent about nachos you can probably expect some stuff like this in this podcast uh so hopefully you're into that um okay so let's jump into uh how content's kind of going to roll out on the site so we're launching um tomorrow oh my god we're probably going to try to push it live at midnight if we can um and that's just going to be this podcast so <laughs> website's going to be a little bare it's going to have like the about us page um like our staff page and then this podcast um on monday um we have two reviews that we're going to push live uh, well one's a review in progress of assassin's creed odyssey because there's no way in hell i had enough time <laughs> to play freaking all 60 hours of that damn game or whatever the hell it's it is because uh, it's a freaking long ass game. Um, so yeah, we're gonna have a write up about that though, and then we're gonna have a review of uh, Sony's Spider Man for the PS4. Um, and then possibly some ago. other content as well, but uh, yeah, that's time maybe. telling on the yeah. next few days. So we'll have that for sure. Anything else will kind of just be like surprise. We got more stuff. <laughs> it's a bonus. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but what we want to do eventually is have some some good video content on there for you guys. We don't want to just like put something out to have it out there. So um, you'll never see really a rush job from us, or hopefully I say that now, but uh, um, we kind of want to put some thought into the stuff we put out there, make sure it's entertaining. You guys enjoy it. Uh, also, we're going to have some uh, live streams. So um, once we kind of get like a schedule of that and stuff, then we'll let you guys know. Both of our schedules are crazy though, because we both have full-time jobs. <laughs> So this is kind of a passion project for both of us. Yeah. Um, so we're kind of just using the time that we have to do it. So uh, hopefully we get in a rhythm, though. I think I think it'll be good once we once we get going, I, get started. I'm pretty proud of uh, what we got already with the podcast rhythm that we have. Um, yeah. So we've been doing podcasts, like practice podcasts, I guess, for shoot it's been like three months now hasn't it oh god it's <clears throat> we missed a couple weeks here yeah. and there but for the most part we've been going since i want to say end of Ju- june end of june right yeah that sounds that sounds right um so jesus we've been going for almost five months now yeah um, and we've kind of got a good good little rhythm going i think um it'll probably still improve as we go on but uh um, I think we're getting a good a good pattern down. Um, we're gonna try to release our podcast. I say try on like Wednesdays, so don't hold me to that though. It might be it might slip out on a Thursday or Friday every now and then. But we're gonna try to record on either a Monday or Tuesday, then we'll release it on a Wednesday. So yeah, try to keep it as steady as possible. Yeah. Um, also, um, you can follow us at uh, the Beta Shock on Twitter. That's right, isn't it? JD? Yep, the Beta Shock. Okay, and then we have our Facebook page. That's just Beta Shock. You can search for that. Yeah, and then and, uh, 
follow us there. We'll have links to all these things on the uh, podcast below once you uh, yeah on the site. Yeah, so. we'll have links on the site too. <laughs> and I honestly, for the life of me, can't even remember what our Twitch is right now. So we'll have to we'll link you that. <laughs> I think it's Beta um, Shaka. Oh, I think it might be Beta Shaka right now. Yeah, so. Um, we kind of had to get a little creative with those those <laughs> titles because some stuff was taken, but <laughs> that's all subject to change too. But uh, we'll get you what we have now. Um, all right. Um, also, we can talk a little bit. Uh, so <laughs> we've been trying to get a logo for a while now. Um, kind of just like working on different mock-ups and stuff. And me and JD both had a bunch of ideas. Uh, we're kind of trying to find one that fits everything we have a temporary logo right now yeah the rock, i don't know if that's gonna be you did that up drew that up last week yeah that was <laughs> it's just something kind of we threw together and it looked good so um uh, i like the way it looks um especially like for now that might change in time but i think it kind of kind of pulls everything together gives it a little bit more professional look um so yeah that's our beta shock logo um all right uh now we, i guess we can just talk some about the uh tsg marathon that's happening this friday yeah it's coming up super fast now it's yeah days <laughs> away hours away it, it always it always happens like this like it's always like uh the weekend before it's like okay next weekend uh next weekend we get the marathon i gotta get a bunch of stuff done before i have people come over and like i'm playing this game for yeah, it, I think it goes by so even faster anything. when you're set to play a game. Yeah, oh, absolutely. And if you, like, aren't exactly 100% ready to play the game, <laughs> and you have to try to maybe fit some practice sessions in, it goes by super fast, <laughs> let me just tell you. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I'm excited for it. Um, I love I love Bloodborne. Um, I'm pretty comfortable with that game, as comfortable as you can be um but uh yeah i'm still not great so these are definitely gonna be some fun runs to watch <laughs> god i hope so <laughs> so yeah we'll be uh so i'm not gonna be there actually but rob's yeah, gonna be um and this is for the uh, speed gamers uh charity marathons that we we partake in um yeah every... over at tsg.tv you can check all that out uh, and um the twitch is still um the speed gamers yeah twitch.tv slash twitch.tv slash doing that all weekends raising money for direct relief super yep super awesome charity direct relief so really excited for that we got some good promotions and stuff going on um i was just reading in our group uh text earlier Britt was saying that uh we got a few big um i guess youtubers and like twitch like people that are gonna like promote us like that are really good at bloodborne and stuff like <laughs> runners like well shit i'm playing bloodborne so it's <laughs> a little awkward for, they're in for a treat <laughs> <laughs> uh, i'm telling you i'm really good at the first like third of that game <laughs> it's just so. the last two thirds that are a doozy <laughs> those yeah those aren't important <laughs> who cares about um, that part but yeah i'm playing that so i have a solo run of that and then I'm playing co-op with Britain Baltus. So. Nice. Yeah. I'm sure uh, Tyler will probably be there helping you along because uh, he's really good at Bloodborne. Yeah. I think he's – is he playing – he's either playing Dark Souls 2 or Dark Souls 3. I'm not sure he, which one he's, he's playing Dark Souls 2, and he hates 
She's playing two. <laughs> yeah, Everything. I saw some tweets about about that. Um, I know Kebby's playing Dark Souls one, and is Brit or Baltus playing Dark Souls three? One of them. Uh, I think Baltus is, and Brit's playing Demon Souls. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Or maybe Kebby's playing Dark Souls three as well. Oh, yeah, that's possible. Yeah. I know Kebby's playing Dark Souls one, so I don't know if he was playing anything else. Uh, but yeah, so that starts Friday at uh, 6 p.m. CST. Um, I'll be rushing there after work, so. As you do. Um, yeah, as I normally do. I like to take half a day on Fridays usually, but we've been so busy at work lately that I just, I was like, I'll just work Friday and get off Monday. That seems like a good compromise. Uh, but yeah, so stay tuned for that. That's rolling through. Uh, Monday at 6, so it'll be a 72-hour marathon. Probably going to have some uh, spooky costumes and stuff like that that you guys can check out on the stream. I don't even know what I'm doing yet. Uh, really got a crunch on that. I didn't tell you guys that. You guys you guys didn't hear. It's going to be awesome. This is live, bro. This is going up live. Uh, well, we'll just edit that part out. This isn't a an archive <laughs> podcast. This is... Uh, okay, I gotta remember that. The crap that I say. Um, all right, so we're gonna jump into a segment that we do on this podcast. It's we call it our weekly showcase. Um, it's usually me and JD will pick uh, something for us to both watch um, during the week, and then we'll talk about it on this podcast. Um, so yeah, uh, we've done this for a little while, and it's it's worked out. So we'll announce like what we're gonna watch, and then. Um, talk about it so you guys will get a chance to watch it too if you guys want to hear what we have to say about it and stuff like that and then if you uh and just like a conversation among friends yeah and then if you want to join in the conversation a little bit you can tweet at us or email us as well um, on what you thought yes. about the, whatever we picked <laughs> that's something that i'll probably freaking beat home <laughs> in this uh, first podcast that we do is we're gonna need some emails to make this uh Kind of a two-way like conversation between us and you guys so you can email us at shock talk at betashock.com uh say it again that's shock talk at betashock.com so yeah just uh send us your emails uh, we'll pull through those and um read them like each week uh, i'm really looking forward to that part of the show because we haven't obviously got a chance to do that yet with um, the archive podcast that we've done yeah all the practice ones that we've been running just been saying at the end emails <laughs> yeah. to, to a no audience <laughs> yeah. yeah it's been it's been pretty fun um all right but last week we um picked uh we decided we we're gonna watch hold the dark uh, as part of our weekly showcase and man what is up with this movie jd <laughs> oh my gosh hold the dark uh, uh, netflix original that came out this year um yeah, it came out like two weeks ago or something. Yeah, 2018, a couple weeks ago on Netflix, <sighs> and... <laughs> yeah, I this this movie was was very trying. <laughs> um... There were parts that I enjoyed about it. Um, I thought the acting was like pretty good overall. Yeah, that's... And I, I loved uh, Jeffrey Wright in it. He, like, he was the only reason I kept watching this damn movie. Because he was so good, um, the main actor. Um, but Jesus Christ, this movie <laughs> was not good or what I expected. Really, I was expecting a lot, something much different than what we got 
um, D start of the movie took so long that I almost like I couldn't almost watch it. <laughs> yeah, I watched it with my brother, um, and thank God he was there because I had somebody to talk to like while I was watching it. Kind of poking um, fun at it. Um, yeah, because you kind of have to <laughs> certain parts of this movie. Um, there's also just like a freaking gratuitous amount of violence in this movie and i'm not like saying that like oh violence is bad it should be in movies like i'm okay with violence in movies but like just plain needless violence and parts of this movie that i just i think didn't understand i think it was because it wasn't so much needless just like it didn't have a purpose really in the story yeah. because there wasn't really a story for it to like build off of there yeah the movie itself just had a so basically, the this woman's child was thought to be taken by wolves or something like that in, uh, yeah, like desolate Alaska, and so she called on this writer that knows wildlife. And yeah, wolves. she got in contact with Jeffrey Wright's uh, character Russell Crow. <laughs> Is it Crow? Crow, something like that. Uh, Core, Russell Core. Yeah, Core. Um, and uh, yeah, because he's like an expert in like um. Um, like studying wolves and stuff like that in packs and all that stuff. So he's like, okay, I'm gonna call call this guy. He's an expert. He can go get my um, get my son back or see see what happened to him. Yeah, and, and that was the yeah. basis. Like, I thought that was what the movie was gonna be more or less about. Kind of this. Yeah, I thought it was gonna be like a man versus nature type. Um, what was it? The gray type movie. Yeah. Uh, um, so I was like, okay, I can get behind this. And it was like the trailer or the description of the movie said something about how he's going to get in over his head or something along those lines into a plot that like he didn't see coming or something. And yeah, <laughs> he definitely it, didn't see it coming. <laughs> what the hell was this movie? Yeah. So also in this movie, um, was uh, the other like main actor um, Alexander Skarsgård? So he was good in it too, but he was the I didn't understand his character like at all. <laughs> like okay, so he comes back. Um, they find out like his son's dead or whatever. And spoiler alert: if anybody wants to actually watch this movie, um, uh, the lady that called uh, uh, Russell um, to investigate all this stuff, she actually killed uh, her son. <laughs> So he finds her dead. Um, he finds him. He finds the child dead. Like when he goes back to the house. Um, so they call uh, um, the sheriff Venom. over. Oh yeah, they call the sheriff over. Like all this stuff happens. Um, Skarsgård character. Skarsgård. Uh, like his character comes back. He's like stationed in. God, explaining this movie is just ridiculous. So he's stationed in Afghanistan. Um, he's like. Um, part of the war effort over there and stuff um so he comes back and like is trying to you think he's trying to hunt down like his wife the entire movie to like get revenge on like killing his son and all this kind of stuff but um that's not exactly where it goes <laughs> i don't know where it goes yeah <laughs> like he um, hunts he, he goes on a killing spree <laughs> this is like rambo if like rambo was just like totally batshit insane yeah like, had no like logic or whatever at all so um. he just goes around killing these like sheriffs and cops yeah all around. basically the entire like police force in this like small town in alaska 
and it was a very large police force for yeah such a small town <laughs> tiny town um but yeah no it, yeah, this yeah. movie just i i'm i don't know i i was not impressed um <laughs> I was kind of sad we were starting our showcase off with this one, but we definitely have some stuff to talk about with it. So, um, I think, I mean, Jeffrey Wright was the only reason I kind of got through it. Yeah, definitely. His character was his character almost made the movie like watchable for sure, because um, he was the only one that him and like the sheriff. I really enjoyed the sheriff, and Jesus, man, I felt so bad for the sheriff because yeah. after that huge freaking gunfight or whatever, like he survives, he walks out, and then. Um, something happens and uh, it, it doesn't go it doesn't go too good for him. I'll just say that. So, um, but and I see like I guess what they were trying to do with this movie is like oh they're uh, like because um, another spoiler alert uh, spoiler alert uh, Jeffrey Wright's character like I guess kind of gets spared by um, these two like crazy married couple at the end and um, the people that rescue him like there's like wolves kind of like all around him because he's like climbing out of this cave and they're like oh the wolf spared you and it's supposed to be like some fucking metaphor for like oh who's the real like animal like is it man or is it the wolves or whatever i'm like jesus christ this movie just after that point i was like i'm done thank god it was <laughs> over because i would have turned yeah. it off um it did have a very good like final scene i guess if you can make it all the way to the final but yeah um I don't even feel like talking more about this movie. No, yeah, we're, we're done with this. So, <laughs> it was so disappointing. But um, yeah, if you want to watch it, <laughs> tell us what you think about uh, about Hold the Dark. Um, I don't know. Maybe we're missing missing out on something. You can you can explain it to us <laughs> if you if you feel the need. Um, but yeah, okay. So that's what we got on Hold the Dark. We can talk um, about something much better here. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so freaking weeks and weeks ago, probably like months ago at this point, uh, we set a weekly showcase uh, for Ant Man and Wasp, and JD actually got out and saw it. I didn't get a chance to go to the movie to see it. Uh, so um, yeah, well, we can talk a little bit about that now. I actually saw it over the weekend. Finally and, saw it. Yes, and I really enjoyed it. Um, like I, I remember you saying at the time, like it was a really good. Uh, it was really good to have a movie like this after coming off Infinity War. Yeah, and I cannot agree more. Like it was just so much fun to see, uh, to see this kind of like lighthearted comedy, basically that is like the Ant Man movies at this point. And how well they tie it into the, um, yeah, Infinity the, War at the end there as well. At the very end, yep. So I kept hearing stuff about okay, you got to watch the. You gotta watch it so we can talk about it. And like, yeah, I mean, they did a really good job with the uh, mid-credit stinger. Um, so if you haven't at watched Ant Man and Wasp, we'll kind of get into a little bit of spoilers for it now. But um, so at the very end, uh, Hank goes into the um, what do they call that? The quantum quantum zone? Is that what quantum it's called? Quantum realm. Or... Quantum realm. Okay. Uh, I, I I forget why he went in there in the first place. I don't he know. He was getting um, he was absorbing the like quantum juice or something as it was gonna be a new battery, basically. Oh yeah, that's right. So they yeah, they were trying to set up like a mobile base or something like that. Okay, so this is like after the entire movie that this is the credit scene. So yeah, he goes in there, um 
he's like uh, waiting for them to uh, them to pull him out, um, and it's um, uh, who are the two? Who are the three people? Uh, it's I can't think of their characters' names now, but um, it's like crap. Help me out, JB. Uh, it was Evangeline Lily character. Yeah. <coughs> um, so she's like she plays the wasp um, in the movie. Well, yeah. basically. Um, like he's waiting for them to pull him out of this like uh quantum realm that he's kind of like stuck in and uh he's like okay guys i'm ready i'm ready to get pulled out um stop uh stop joking <laughs> stop joking because he doesn't hear he just hears static on the radio guys and it cuts guys. back to them yeah and it cuts back to them and they're just like evaporated you know like the the snap <laughs> i don't feel so uh, good scott yeah there you go uh okay yeah scott that's his name sorry uh i said hank earlier hank's uh the the other dude hank is um, michael douglas yeah yeah uh so yeah so they're they gotta resolve that they're obviously uh part of the um half of the population that didn't survive from infinity War. so yeah hank I'm... is now stuck in the uh quantum realm i'm looking forward to how they tie everything up um come captain marvel and then the last Avengers or the next Avengers movie. Yeah, I'm really curious how um, Captain Marvel's gonna end too. Like, I'm, I wonder if they're gonna like they gotta do some kind of cut to like present time. Oh yeah, definitely with, uh, Captain Marvel. Uh, but I, I'm curious if that's just gonna be like a stinger, or if that's gonna be like maybe the end of the movie or something. I really hope it's the end of the movie. Actually, I don't. I, we know what's coming with Avengers, basically. Well, we don't know what's coming, but we know that Avengers is next. So yeah. I feel like they should almost have the last five minutes or something of the surviving Avengers meeting Captain Marvel and, and like, all right, let's get to work type of thing. Yeah, and um, kind of like they did like the first uh, Captain America movie, <laughs> like something to that extent. Yeah. Like they did. So, uh, the whole movie is basically a flashback and then it um, cuts to present time, so... Uh, that would be cool. Did you also, did you hear, um, I think I saw this on Twitter or something, um, the stuff about Mark Ruffalo or whatever, like the Russo brothers, like, trolling him and firing him on Twitter? No, I he, missed um, that. <laughs> he was on, I think it was uh, Jimmy Fallon. Uh, I believe it was Jimmy Fallon. It could have been Jimmy Kimmel. It's, it was one of the late night Jimmys. Oh, God, it's so gross. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, all right, but he said, uh, he said the uh, the title of the new Avengers movie. They bleeped it out, but um, apparently some people like got in there and like removed the black bar and like wet his lips or whatever. And uh, he said the the last Avenger, the last Avenger, um, was the name of it. We don't know if that's true or anything, but that's that's what he said. So like that could be that could be kind of cool if they want to. Like I think that's a good name and pretty apt, um, kind of tying it back to the first. Captain uh, Captain America movie. That's just a funny little thing. <laughs> I, I don't think he was actually fired. <laughs> no, he definitely him. wasn't fired. They got him pretty good. Yeah. Mark Ruffalo really does spoil like everything for. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think that's what he said too. He's like, "Crap, they're gonna fire me." Um, so yeah, he uh, pleaded with uh, the crew to get that uh, like censored, I guess, for sure. Um, alright, but yeah, so, looking forward to, I freaking can't wait for more Marvel movies now. I think they did a really good job holding off, like, 
not releasing anything but like Ant Man and Wasp and um, Captain Marvel this year kind of tie us over for that uh, conclusion to the Avengers movie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a long wait almost if they're going to do that. So. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, okay. Uh, next week, um, we picked as our weekly showcase. So you guys can watch us, watch this with us <laughs> if you so choose. Um, the 2016 Assassin's Creed movie. <laughs> Uh, so if you've seen it, uh, congratulations. You can hear us talk about it uh, next week. <laughs> if you haven't seen it, uh, you're in for a treat. <laughs> uh, JD hasn't seen it. Um, I have seen it. Uh, I'm probably going to try to watch it again or at least see parts of it. I got a busy weekend with TSU stuff, so we kind of want to pick something that he hadn't seen that yeah. I could talk about still. Um, but yeah, so... Look forward to talking about that next week, <laughs> especially with uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey and all that stuff out. I got uh, I got quite a bit to uh, to talk about Assassin's Creed. Give you even more to talk about once you refresh your memory on the movie. As well. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> all right, uh, so that's a good segue into um, some Assassin's Creed Odyssey talk. So um, I played about I think about six hours of this like over the over the weekend. Um, it's like. Yeah, I think it was about six hours, maybe a little bit less. Uh, I didn't get to play it as much as I wanted to. But... So basically, just scratched the surface. <laughs> yeah. What I understand. Jesus, this is a freaking. There's a lot to do in this game. Um, but I I really like that uh, like ancient Greece like setting and stuff and like movies or um like Homer's The Odyssey like I love that. I love that the, all that lore behind that stuff. Yeah. There's a lot to um a lot to pick from. Um. And I think they do a really good job of setting up the world and everything. Like, it's believable in the sense that, like, an Assassin's Creed game is believable. Um, I didn't get to play uh, Origins. I, I played it a little bit, um, but even less so than I'd even put into Odyssey. Um, I think maybe part of, like, why I liked Odyssey so much is because I didn't play Origins and maybe get a little burnout on that. Because so. I hear they're very, um, they're very similar. I kind of want to play both of them so I can just see how how similar they are but um yeah I'm really enjoying Odyssey so far uh can't wait to put some more time into it which is crazy because there's all these um open world games kind of like on the horizon right now like we got Red Dead coming out in just a matter of weeks um also Fallout 76 is just like right after that so yeah, but like this is a game that I just like can't stop thinking about right now so uh but yeah there's there's so many open world games <laughs> um have you seen any videos or anything on odyssey i've watched Maybe? a little bit of uh uh not odyssey but yeah it is odyssey um i've watched a bit on twitch um yeah there's one streamer that i watched he was streaming for like 15 hours and Damn. of just odyssey yeah <clears throat> but then he went and posted his stats on twitter and he had streamed odyssey I think it was a total of probably close to 70 hours or so over like a five-day period. Damn. He went hard, and yeah. I don't know if he finished <laughs> it or not, but I mean, it, it looks it definitely looks like a very fun game. Um, I yeah. haven't my, personally myself been too deep into Assassin's Creed. I uh, tried playing the first one, and this was like years after it released, so... 
Yeah. Uh, trying to get into an older game like that was pretty difficult, yeah. and so a little tough. Yeah, so I ended up just uh, watching what I needed and reading the story basically because the story was broken down into like a paragraph long on Wikipedia. Oh the story, the story is ridiculous <laughs> at this point, especially like the the real like the current day like story because obviously it jumps back and forth between your descendants and like the stuff that's happening in like modern Assassin's Creed yeah. world, um, which is so insane. They've kind of got away from that a little bit, like the modern story in the later games. But um, uh, so the last Assassin's Creed I really got into was Assassin's Creed Two. Um, I played three, but I kind of just like played it and beat it and was done with it because <laughs> I wasn't a huge fan. Right. But 2 was freaking amazing. Like, the world felt, like, completely grounded and everything. Um, Ezio was just a great character. Um, he was funny. He was, like, a badass assassin. And I'm kind of getting vibes um, vibes from that, like that, from um, uh, Odyssey as well, which I hear Origin did a good job of that, too. But, um, like, in Odyssey, it's so different because in, like, the other games... And um, in Origins, uh, you're kind of playing more as like this do-gooder, like of the of the land or whatever. You're kind of going like righting all these people's wrongs and stuff. In Odyssey, you're basically just a mercenary. <laughs> like you'll do good, but they better pay you for it. <laughs> um, so I kind of like that you have that like dynamic where you can kind of choose, like, okay, do I want to do this or do I want to like just kill these people? Right. Because... Other games, uh, other Assassin's Creed games don't really give you that choice, um, and it kind of feels like the Renegade slash um, Paragon stuff from uh, Mass Effect, which I like, love, because I love those games. Um, really getting a I'm getting a real Mass Effect vibe from this game, which is probably why I'm enjoying it so much. Did you uh, get into any of the powers that? Uh... <laughs> no, I um, I didn't really unlock any of those yet. So yeah, apparently there's like some. Cause you get like a an ancient spear that's like is descended from Leonidas or whatever. So all the other games are kind of like more grounded in reality and stuff. But apparently this one you're kind of just like they, a superhero. They just went all out on this one. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like, um, which well, you'll definitely have to keep us informed on on how that comes along. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely wanting to play some more. So probably after the marathon, I might. I might pick up this game. I don't know. It's kind of hard to say with uh, Red Dead right around the corner with because um, I'm going to be spending a lot of time in that. But I, I really want to get back into this game and play some more. Um, a few, like, it's so weird. This game feels like a mashup of, like, so many other open world games. <laughs> like, it's got the um, Nemesis system from Shadow of Mordor in it, basically, um, which is really cool because I really love that system in uh, Shadow of Mordor. And... It's not as, like, fun in this one because the um, people that are hunting you don't have, like, as much character as, like, the orcs in that game did and it'd, stuff. It'd be hard but, to uh, cop, like, even get anywhere near that level. Yeah, it's... yeah, yeah. Oh, God, that was so good. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's still fun. Like, you'll be running around doing something like this. Uh, Merc or whatever that, like, has a bounty on your head will come, like, try to kill you, like, in the middle of it. So you have to, like, stop what you're dealing with and, like, try to kill this guy before you go back to, like trying to assassinate somebody so that's a fun little dynamic to it um also and one little i'll do one little one more story about uh odyssey before we before we close i was doing a mission it was like maybe the fifth mission of the game or something like that if even 
um, but it kind of just like it kind of set a tone for me like this world like I was going um, I had to get money because this guy owed um, someone I worked for some money or whatever and uh, I was like okay I mean you you took out this loan like um, you gotta pay up and he was like I'm, I'm not paying you what are you talking about uh, so like you have some conversation and stuff and then um, you like go to walk away like he's not gonna give you the money and then just just out of nowhere I was like I'm just gonna break some of these like the pots that he has sitting around like the heck with this dude I, so I go to break the pots he was like whoa 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 I'll pay you and then he like gave me the money I was like oh shit that's awesome I can intimidate <laughs> yeah like I know other games have done that in the past but it felt just it felt so fluid in this just because it didn't like give a prompt for it or anything I was like just screw this guy he's like whoa wait up um, so that was neat I'm sure if I went back to the quest giver he'd be like well how about you go like break some of this merchandise I don't know but it's kind of I like when games kind of like throw that at you like organically you can stumble into some yeah storytelling stuff um, but yeah, so that's uh, Odyssey. It's a little Odyssey minute. Um, uh, I can talk about some Dead Cells, but do you want to talk about Destiny real quick? Oh, you you know I do. That's <laughs> yeah. That's give my us, go-to game Destiny. right now. Um, give us your Destiny update. So <clears throat> last week, which is in the archives for you guys that are listening, uh, we played through part of the um, Destiny Last Wish raid. Yeah. So this last weekend, uh, we actually finished it. We started over because it was a weekly reset, you know. Um, <clears throat> at this point, everyone was pretty geared towards uh, the raid level, um, which the recommended, you know, is like five, five fifty for the first fight, but the first boss was five sixty, and then it just scaled up from there to ending around five ninety or so. Um, so everyone was sitting yeah. around five seventy to five eighty. Um, some of us were a little bit higher, but we uh, felt pretty strong going into it, nice. and uh, we got through the first few encounters easily like we did the first time, and then we got to the fourth encounter, which is the uh, vault of the new raid, and for the okay. vault, there is, it's not so much a boss battle, it's more of a puzzle that you had to get through, and you had to get through three phases of it, basically. You had to, you had to unlock the vault to proceed into the next room i love destiny for adding those like puzzle elements into an fps like it does oh god it's so <laughs> it's good so, such a good touch um so we were all pretty going into the vault pretty what blind we we knew some we knew the strat basically of um what callouts we needed to make but we didn't know how the fight was going to go down at all we didn't know uh, yeah. how all of the things moved around until we were in there obviously yeah because you can watch it like all day but it's i don't know it's different when you're in there in control yeah, the exactly it's it's almost to the point where you can watch the video over and over and over but you once you get done watching it for the fifth time or however many times you go okay well i i still don't really quite understand what you're doing so i have to do it myself type of thing yeah um so we we uh figured out the strat of calling left or right on these um, the code basically to unlock the the doors and uh, so we we got in there we did it and I think we wiped a few times but we actually ended up getting through it within maybe half an hour at most um, which yeah. surprised the hell out of us um, 
birthday. Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> so at this point, I think it ended up being probably around three hours, maybe. Uh, up to that point, it was about three hours. Oh, wow. Um, and then from there, it was the the last boss, the boss battle. So, um, Which our clan right now, we one of our raiders is from uh, Europe, and he's always staying up super late on the days that we end up raiding um yeah, like by the time we were getting to the end boss it was probably about 7 a.m for him and he hadn't Dang. slept at this point obviously so we we ended up needing to do this the cheese strat to beat uh riven the last boss and the cheese yeah, strat gotta get it done yeah the cheese strat involves having uh everyone having a certain rocket launcher it has to be a cluster bomb rocket launcher so once it hits the target mm -hmm. it breaks into pieces and like has more rockets basically um yeah. <clears throat> and you can one phase the boss if you have enough damage going outputted so uh it took us mm -hmm. a few tries to do it and we finally ended up getting it done um <laughs> it, it was a it was quite the fight for the one one phase cheese strat um because we had to do certain things to make sure everything worked properly. Um, so once we beat it, we yeah. had to take the heart out of the out of the dragon and bring it back to the start of the raid. Which that that dragon. Yeah, it's the last known dragon, the Amkara. There's there's so much lore that you don't know, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> there he is. I'm glad that the lore is actually in the game now. Too. Yeah, yeah, it's it's. I can check that out. <laughs> it's uh, grown very. It's grown into itself. So. I mean, those Grim cards were interesting to read, but I want to be playing my lore, yeah, yo. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we, we got through the whole thing. Um, I think the end time that we had was like four hours and 30 minutes or so. Okay, that's what I was going to ask. So that's, yeah, that's not bad. And that's for, that's not the entire raid, because you guys already been. No, 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 that was the entire raid. Oh, so the entire raid. Okay, so you guys just did the whole raid and... Like just over four hours. Yeah, I think it was. It might have been closer to five, but yeah, it was. Okay. It was a uh, nice. It was a pretty good completion. Uh, now that we know what we're doing and everyone's getting near uh, the max light level, like um, I actually hit five ninety nine, and then max is six hundred. So oh, I, I just hit that uh, this afternoon. You're there. So so what is there to, for you to do in Destiny Two now that you're? so close to like max level i guess uh there are a lot of the these titles that uh, uh okay. that you can get um the one that i'm closest to probably is the wayfarer title um which includes like traveling every planet and doing specific things at each planet um a certain amount of times finding all of the weapons gotcha. and gear and whatnot from so it's just one. kind of in-game achievements and stuff. yeah yeah um that's cool and then there's of course the seasonal um, things that are happening that they roll out. Like the new next one oh, is yeah. going to be uh, Festival of the Lost, um, which they've been doing since Destiny One, and this is hmm. it's kind of like their uh, Halloween event. Um, is it like their trick or treat type stuff or whatever? Don't they have like candy that you can get or something? Uh, I'm not sure if there's going to be candy or not this year. Uh, the candy okay. in the past was raisins. Um, yeah. Raisins. Who wants raisins for Halloween? <laughs> well, there's there's thing. It's it's funny. It there's yeah, a lot yeah. of stuff to it, but um, no, there, there's always the rotational things that are happening. 
and I'll have to continue kind of checking in, um, even if I, like, if I stop playing as much. I think I'll continue playing as much as I have been because of some of the things that I'm, I want to grind for, like the rare guns, you know. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, it, it, even if I didn't, I'd have to log in every once in a while just because of kind of a time-gated things for the titles. Um, like the Wayfarer, you have to wait each week for um, the the planet of focus, basically. So this this week it's uh, the moon of Saturn Titan, uh, where the planet that's the focus this week. Mm. Um, so I have to go do do the dailies and weeklies there to uh, chip away at the Wayfarer title. Um, gotcha. So okay. I, so they got reasons to keep playing yeah and that's what they were aiming for with uh, forsaken was kind of a making it more of a hobby um where you would check in and do do what you needed to do and then if you yeah. if you wanted to continue playing there's reasons to if you didn't you could just do what you needed and hop out for however long come back when you're ready cool cool um yeah that sounds fun i Swear one of these days I'm gonna start playing. You've been, so you do, you've been saying this for, again. for months and months. There's just so many video games, JD. I'm, I'm lucky because how many video games there are? <laughs> there are too many. Uh, yeah. Um, all right, but uh, speaking of hobbies, um, Dead Cells has become a very um, almost a, a weekly hobby for me. I guess I'll jump on. A few times a week and do a run and um i think it was thursday last thursday um i probably had the best run that i have had <laughs> in dead cells i got to the final boss um, oh shit yeah and oh jesus christ that final boss is ridiculous i thought i was gonna beat the whole thing. i was confident okay i got um i think the first boss dropped a like legendary like colorless weapon for me so and it was a good one too. I think it was the balanced sword, and its damage was like, um, bonus like, two hundred percent damage or some shit like that. So I was like, okay, this thing's freaking beast. Like I'm gonna get through, um, like this game with this. Um, and I pretty much did. <laughs> uh, the second boss I think dropped a shield for me, which I don't really use shields that much in the game, but I might start now, <laughs> like if I get good ones, um, because the shield, uh, like it absorbed. I think 90% of my damage if I had oh, it out. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I mean, that's freaking game changer right there. And it also, like, um, I think I was using, I was using a bow that did, like, 600 damage or something. But this um, shield had a trait where it shoots an arrow in front of you for, like, I think it was, like, 400-something damage. It's like, shit, I can just, like take this uh shield like in and out and like use it as a bow basically like with endless ammo so i kind of did that it was a really like weird way to play the game but it was really fun um then i also for my like um secondary weapons um items i guess you could say um i had two crushers which are like crazy powerful um like proximity mine type things or whatever um, which I probably shouldn't have had two of them. I probably should have, like, mixed it up a little bit. I think I, uh, had a chance to get some corrosive bombs at one point, so that really would have helped me a lot. But, like, these things were doing damage if people were sitting or sniffing on them. But, um, so yeah, I got to 
uh, the high castle, which is the last level in the game, and that's usually where I die. <laughs> like now, if I can get past the clock tower and stuff, have a pretty good like build set of weapons and stuff, I can get usually get past there like decently. Um, but yeah, always in this freaking um, high castle is like where I die because the there's just such a big jump in like um, the enemies, <laughs> like the damage they do and how much HP they have and stuff. Are they um, similar enemies that you've seen before, or are they whole new enemies that you encounter? No, each each level basically has a new set of like enemies okay. or whatever. So, um, yeah, it's pretty cool in that sense. Uh, and these ones, uh, they have like spears that can like go through walls and shit, so you can't even like <laughs> hide in an area or anything. But at one point in that last level, like even though I had like badass setup and stuff i think i was like one hit away from like dying i was like i was just running from everything and like trying to duck put my shield out and shit i was like i was so scared that i was gonna die but i got to the final boss um first time i'd been to the final boss i think unless i just died so quick before i died i can't even remember but i think this is the first first time i played the final boss and um at first it starts off like okay i'm getting i'm getting this pattern down and stuff and then um like the edges of the uh the edges of the uh freaking uh stage fall out basically and there's just like uh pits of spikes down there where i'm like okay shit this isn't <laughs> gonna be good then he does like this charge attack where he like shoots you into the spikes and like it doesn't matter if you have a shield there you're still gonna take crazy damage um so i think i got like a third of his health away i was like and eh, i wasn't feeling too good because i think i'd used like two health potions by that point but i was like okay maybe maybe i still have a chance and then he, like, summons all these, like, elite uh, freaking monsters and crap for you to fight. I'm like, well, shit, this is over now. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it was uh, it was really fun. I think I unlocked, uh, like, two or three blueprints from that run and got uh, quite a bit of uh, cells to, like, put in the bank for other stuff. But I'm still really enjoying the game. The game is so much fun. So you're, um, you're in the, maybe the final build end of... Uh... Yeah. So as soon as I can get... Uh, like I think a pattern on this final boss. I think, I think I'll be, um, I think I'll be ready to ready to beat it. So I think I've done about seventy runs now and still haven't beaten it. Uh, but yeah, it's such a good game. I freaking love it. Um, but it does kind of suck. I do kind of miss the days where I could just sit down and do like a couple runs in a. It's just like, freaking takes an hour to do a run, forty five <laughs> minutes to an hour. Or so unless I'm just running past everything, maybe I need to start just. In the first yeah, I mean, if you're already able to get to the end as you are, you could probably find some good items near the end. By yeah. Everything, so. And the bosses, like, the weapons that you get at the very beginning, like, you're not going to use throughout because they're only, like, level one weapons and you unlock, like, up to level, like, six weapons or some shit like that. Uh, and the bosses usually drop, like, a colorless legendary weapon, which is always like good um so yeah uh might need to work on my strategy a little i'm having i'm having a lot of fun with it uh baltus just picked it up this week too and he texted me yesterday like dead cells is awesome so i'm glad uh i'm glad other people are getting into it and i think we're gonna play it some during the marathon i think bear's gonna play it i'm curious to see what she's gonna think of it yeah it's uh it's definitely inspired by uh, the Dark Souls. Yeah, for sure. But it's 
it's a lot more lighthearted, <laughs> like a lot more colorful. Oh, okay. <laughs> Um, so it's got that, it's got the Dark Souls feel to it, but like, it's also got, um, I don't know, a little bit of like Nintendo flair, like kind of thrown in, which is, which is cool. I enjoy. Um, but yeah, so that's a little Dead Cells update for you guys. We're going to jump into some new, um, first off, uh, we can talk about, uh, apparently there's a new PlayStation in development, according to the New York Times reporter, I believe, um. In an interview, they were talking about like the future of PlayStation and stuff like that. And um, uh, I forget who they're interviewing, but he let it slip. But uh, like, it didn't really let it slip. Like, it was like, yeah, I mean, we're making a new PlayStation. Of course, we're making <laughs> like, a new one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, everybody knew that. Like, they had already talked about like um, Cyberpunk 2077 is going to be like a next gen game. So. Yeah. And we didn't know what that meant at that point. Basically, <laughs> but, I mean, it's news that's. Not quite surprising at all. Yeah, I mean, it's like when Nintendo says they're going to make a new game. Like, it's good to know. Like, we know it was coming, but, like, it's just good to have that yeah, confirmation, I guess. Kind of a reassurance. Yeah. yeah. Because, I mean, and the industry gets weird sometimes. And they be like, maybe they'll never make another. Maybe this will be the last generation of consoles. Like, nah. Like, they're still making money. They're going to keep making these things. Um... But yeah, that's 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 good to know. I'm guessing it's gonna be like totally 5K. Like you already have the PS Pro now that's um, able to play 5K games and stuff. So I, I honestly don't know how they continue to make them <laughs> improve. Yeah, improve on the consoles and keep them at a price point that is feasible oh, yeah. for people to get or want to get. You know. Yeah. Um, hopefully they don't they don't go down the uh the cell phone route where it's like a grand plus you're paying for these. That's systems. what I'm afraid is gonna happen. Um especially with eventually the iterations. Get there, yeah. I mean it's obviously going up every time, so yeah. uh, we'll see. We'll see what the price point is. I think I mean we're still like a ways away from this, I believe. We probably won't see it. Or even have it announced if I had to guess, maybe till like 2020 but who knows um so with that uh nintendo said that they have a switch upgrade that's going to be coming out next year so yeah it's been the the big three uh consoles basically yeah said yeah Xbox also came out (laughs) (laughs) but um this switch upgrade i wonder if that's just going to be like (laughs) a bigger like storage space or something like that like a Maybe a bigger tablet? I don't know. Well, the Switch already has its removable memory, so you can... Uh, that's true, too, so it doesn't really... Yeah, it doesn't worry about that. anything like that. Um, I could see them definitely upgrading the processing and CPU of everything. Um, yeah. Which... Um, I could see them making it bigger. I, I don't know. I think what they have right now is a pretty good size for it. Um, yeah, I've I, never had any issues. I think uh, I could definitely see them making a bigger one. Um, they have such a history of the different iterations of their um, consoles, like the Game Boy. Yeah, you know, exactly. All, all the different kinds of Game Boys that they were out, and DSs, like yeah, the original DS Fat, you know, the large one, and then basically a year later they came out with the refined DS Lite. Yeah, so I, I can like see, I them see doing this that with the switch. 
Yeah, I see that. I see this going down that route, like a new T 2DS type um, type system or something. Like, I don't think they're gonna do major changes just because they have this huge install base right now with the Switch. So you don't want to fracture that at all. Yeah, I mean, so. I think it's too soon for them to even consider like making anything that wouldn't work for the games that they already have. So. Yeah, and I was kind of surprised by this too because the Switch is just doing so well. But maybe they're, maybe they're just trying to get ahead of like, well, we want to keep selling these things. We offer like an an upper tier model of it, um, kind of like PlayStation and them did, but like earlier in the life cycle of the Switch. So. The easiest way for them to sell it will be pairing it with Pokemon. Um, that's yeah. Be, oh, that's very true. That's gonna be the fall or winter release for next year for Nintendo so that'll be a perfect time yeah. to bundle it together well maybe not even bundle it maybe just you know have okay well here's this new very popular game and what better way to play it than with the Switch 2 or you know whatever, yeah. whatever they call it. yeah um, alright and yeah Xbox also jumped on the bandwagon so hey, hey don't, don't forget about us over here <laughs> Um, so they announced that they're actually um, working on a streaming console as well as a traditional console. So, um, yeah, apparently they're going to go to like some kind of streaming box or something for yeah, it seems to be one of their iterations. Seems to be a fad that's coming. So, yeah, and I'm curious as to how uh, how well that'll work. I know PlayStation already has some of that with the. Um, PlayStation, what's PlayStation Now? Is that what it's yeah, called? Yeah, yeah, PlayStation Now. Um, and the, you can uh, Xbox Game Pass. Yeah, so and apparently that stuff works like pretty well <laughs> if you have good internet to use it. But um, uh, and also you can download PlayStation Now games as well too. Yeah, they um, just uh, released that uh, option. So that's really cool. Yeah, that's a really cool thing. But um, apparently before like it was it works decently well. So. Um, I thought about checking it out uh, in the past. Um, I've wanted to play like a Red Dead or something like that, but uh, not so much anymore with Red Dead Two like right on the horizon. I wait off on that. Don't want to bring yourself on that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so all right, yeah. Well, hopefully here's that. Uh, I don't know if we'll anytime soon, but probably next year, maybe E3, we'll hear some more rumblings and stuff. Yeah, I'd so. say earliest is next year. Yep. Uh, all right, what else we got, JV? Just a couple more things here. We have the uh, so. Did you ever play Guacamelee, uh, the indie game? I did. I played some of it on um, Steam. Okay. The PC version of it. Well, now you can play it on Switch. It just just released this week on Switch. The first cool. game. Um, I might have to pick that up because I didn't play much of it on PC. So. Well, the uh, one that's on Switch as of I believe yesterday. Uh, is called Guacamelee Super Turbo Championship Edition. <laughs> <laughs> of course it is. Of course it is. Nice. <laughs> got to got to get those iterations on there. I, I really loved the look of that game. So, yeah, it's uh, a very fun game. Um, I'll definitely be picking up the Switch port. Like every indie game that you love, or maybe you didn't get the chance to play, it's either on Switch already or it's coming to Switch very it's soon. Coming to the Switch, yeah. <laughs> Which is there's a so much fantastic time. Pick up. <laughs> but uh, I'm basically only limited by my by, by my wallet and what I want to get on the Switch it, right now. <laughs> um, Drinkbox Studios also confirmed that the uh, their 
next game, Guacamelee 2, um, is coming out on Switch later this year as well. Um, and I think that was just released not too long ago on like uh, PlayStation and PC, is Xbox. It, is it out already? I thought it was still uh, coming out. Let me double check on that. Um, I thought it was, but maybe I maybe it was just like a um, preview thing that I was looking at. Guacamelee uh, two. Yeah, no, you're right. Came out. Okay. Uh, August twenty first. Okay. Yeah, I uh, completely missed that one then. Um, okay, cool. Yeah, that. Yeah, that's been out. I guess a couple months now. But, um. Yeah. I mean. I remember it not being on the Switch when it launched, and I think some people were kind of talking about that. Like, this would be a perfect game for the Switch, as they say with every game. But uh, I'll probably pick both of those up on the Switch eventually, kind of like I um, did with, uh, uh, dang it, um, SteamWorld Dig. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Switch, man, it's it's what, yeah. what to put your game on. Uh, it is. Uh, speaking of putting your game on something popular, uh, last bit of news here is just uh, announced today, Concerned Ape, uh, the creator of Stardew Valley, uh, he's porting the game to iPhone and iPad. It's uh, nice. going to be actually dropping awesome. later this month. It's going to be dropping on the 24th. Uh, so we're I feel so, like, I'm so happy for um, the, what's his name, the creator of uh, Stardew Valley. Um uh, just said his name. Concerned Ape. Concerned Ape, there you go. That's not his actual name. <laughs> uh, but okay, yeah, I mean, it's he just seems like such a cool dude, and he did this entire game kind of by himself. Um, so, And it's like a huge success, so I'm yeah, glad it's, it's glad well deserved, too, because it's one of the best games out there. Yeah, I freaking love that game. It's so good. Um, but yeah, so it's going to be a $8, I believe. Uh, oh, wow. $8 for the full game with no in-app purchases. It's uh, going to be coming out on the 24th. There's He's going to be bringing the game to Android as well, but not sure when exactly yet, yeah. but that's coming soon. Um, and it's going to have is... the most recent patch, but not the multiplayer part of the patch. So Okay. Um, that is a dangerous game to have on mobile. <laughs> it definitely is. Um, I was afraid <laughs> of playing it on the Switch because of how easy it is to get lost in it. Yeah, that's going to drain some people's batteries for sure. Cut into some work productivity. <laughs> oh, I got to go on the bathroom break real quick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow, freaking Rob's been on a break for like two hours. What's going on? <laughs> Rob, you all right in there? And we just hear him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, good. <laughs> uh, yeah, oh god, that's yeah, that's a really big game. I want, I need to play some. But so much to do, so little time, JD. I hear you there. Uh, well, all right, that is gonna get us through our uh, live week of um, shock talk. So hopefully, you guys enjoyed this podcast. If not, it's, uh get another chance next week so <laughs> <laughs> um, make sure to send your emails to us at shock talk at beta um, that is shock talk at beta shock.com we uh really looking forward to those emails kind of extend the uh the later half of this show really looking forward to seeing what you guys uh, 
have to ask us want to talk about her just want to tell us to shut up I mean, that's cool too yeah. i probably won't pick those ones but we'll definitely read them <laughs> yeah uh, yeah we won't shut up uh all right guys uh thanks for tuning in and uh make sure to check out the sites um like i said next week we're gonna put up some reviews of um uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey review in progress and Spider-Man uh, for the PS4. So check that stuff out. And uh, yeah, thanks. We'll talk to you all next week. Catch you next week.